Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. As we actually try to slow things down a little bit, separate the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, and help you make the news make sense. And we're going to get right after it today uh, because a lot is happening uh, right here in the state of Utah. Leadership is the focus for our day today. We're going to talk about leadership in a lot of different ways. And very pleased to be joined now on our Newsmaker Line by former Speaker of the House, Greg Hughes, also candidate for governor. Mr. Speaker, thanks for joining us today. How are you, Boyd? Good morning. Hey, uh, understand, uh, you have a little news. We, 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 our news, uh, our, do we have our news sounder ready to roll here, Josh? Yeah, this is breaking. This is, this is reaction live, boy. There we go. You got the breaking news sounder. Greg Hughes, who is your running mate going to be in the race for governor? Okay, boy, here's the deal. Uh, I'm the last guy to, to pick a running mate. I never felt a lot of pressure about it. I've been working hard talking to voters and delegates. I just didn't feel like I, I just I know a lot of people were doing it early and they were doing it often, but uh, so I was asked the question a lot. But I, I work on my gut; it's what feels right. Uh, and I've had the chance that I had about over forty-five town hall meetings that were live in January, February, first part of March before we went into our uh, self-quarantine mode. And I'll tell you that, that there's some issues that just emerged uh, from this campaign, uh, and it made uh, for me uh, I feel pretty lucky uh, this morning to be able to announce that my running mate. Uh, my partner in, in, in making this uh, race a substantive one and one that we're going to really, truly make a difference is Washington County Commissioner Victor Iverson. He is, a, he is I call Washington County the, the largest small county in the whole state of Utah. They have the lowest tax rate in this state. They have a year's worth of rainy day uh, funds sitting in the bank. I know, as a, having been a state lawmaker, that that is that's tough to do, especially with the kind of growth that they have seen down there. Uh, Victor Iverson, uh, Commissioner Iverson, has also been Senator Lee's uh, public lands director. He knows our county commissioners so well. And part of our campaign, Boyd, I think we've spoken about this. The, the prosperity and the opportunities for economic growth have got to be across this state, uh, rural Utah, southern Utah, outside the Wasatch Front. You cannot continue to hyper-focus all infrastructure jobs and growth in just four counties. And I think the people in the Wasatch Front, uh, as I've had those meetings, they have uh, 
said the same thing. They would like to see uh, the traffic congestion go away or the scarcity of housing not be so uh, so daunting. And right. so putting it together a ticket that truly represents uh, the, the economic prosperity, the con- fiscal conservatism of the whole state, well, that's my guy. That's Commissioner Iverson, and he's right here, Boyd, if you have any questions for him. Awesome. And, uh, again, if you're just joining us, uh, we've got uh, former Speaker of the House Greg Hughes, candidate for governor, has just announced here on Inside Sources that Washington County Commissioner Victor Iverson will join him on the ticket as his uh, LG candidate as they march towards a convention just a week and a half away, uh, getting to convention there. So uh, we most people know uh, Victor Iverson from his time as Washington County Commissioner. Also, as you mentioned, uh, his time with Senator Lee's office, uh, dealing with a lot of the public lands issues uh, in a really significant way. So uh, maybe we'll shift to, to Victor real quick. Uh, Victor, one, congratulations, and uh, the the race is on. Good morning, Boyd. And it, it means a lot to me to be able to make this announcement or join Greg in making this announcement on your show. Obviously, I consider you a friend, and I've always enjoyed working with you. I'll tell you what, this is an exciting time for our state. You know, we often talk about Utah being the crossroads of the West, and clearly I see this election as a crossroads as well, as Utah chooses a leader. And there's nobody that I have more confidence in than than, than Greg Hughes, former Speaker Greg Hughes, and I'm excited to join him. I really feel like our ticket, what it, what it brings is kind of a, a, a Utah unifying ticket. It doesn't matter where you live, if you live downtown, if you live in Provo, if you live in, in Ogden or up in Logan or down in Cedar City or St. George, your voice matters. And, um, and you will have access in a, in a huge Governor Hughes administration. So anyway, I'm really excited. I'm excited about getting out and, and joining um, future Governor Greg Hughes on the campaign trail and meeting with, with all the great citizens in the state. All right, very good. And uh, Speaker Hughes, uh, we're obviously coming down the home stretch. Uh, a week from Saturday will be the virtual uh, GOP convention. Uh, you're one of the rare candidates who has chosen to go solely on the base of the uh, caucus and convention system. Obviously, the caucus uh, part uh, didn't hold uh, because of the virus, uh, but the delegates are in place and uh, ready for about 10 days from now. Uh, tell us how the campaign is going. You seem to be surging a little bit in some of the polls. Uh, what's happening? What's the uh, state of the race at this point? So, Boyd, you know me. We've known each other for a while. This whole social distancing, I, it's not what I do as a person, <laughs> let alone as a candidate. It's a little bit kryptonite for me. But you know what? When you have uh, tough times and difficult times, you better figure out how to adapt, how to respond. I think that's actually even part of leadership. And so we've been, we have just been doing a lot of Teletown halls, virtual town halls. We're making our case. And look, I'm not shy about the fact that I didn't look to get a single signature at any time. I am laying my fate at the feet of our delegates. It's a high information election cycle. Um, I, you know, whether people, whether candidates were successful in getting those signatures or not, it was never in the equation for me. And I, I don't think that entitles me to anything with delegates. But I'm hoping that gives me a shot because what I'm what I'm explaining is, look, I, I do believe in this high-information election cycle. I want every question under the sun. Actually, we're in times where it's required. I mean, 2021, you look at the times we're in right now, and, and, and there's usually an economy, and there's state tax collection and, and, and county and, and city tax collection that occurs at the same time. None of that is happening at the moment. Uh, the budget shortfalls that this state and country will see in 2021 will leave the decisions for Utah's next governor, 
uh, pretty tough. And there's probably some uh, hard conversations to be had, uh, some common ground to be found. And I will tell you, Boyd, I think we've got to be very careful with the idea, and I think we'll hear it from many, that the federal government has to print enough money to hold us all harmless, uh, to not see any interruption in what we're expecting uh, from government to do. And I don't think those are the times that we're walking into. I think we're going to have to sharpen our pencil. We're going to have to make some tough decisions. And that's why I just I'm, I'm honored that Commissioner Iverson would join me. This is what he's doing in real time. This is what he does in Washington County with the challenges they have in such a uh, fast growing uh, county as they have. The work he's done on public lands and understanding uh, the rest of the state and the economic opportunities that are just staring at us. We have so much good infrastructure that with investment from the state and enhancement, we can really see economic prosperity. I'm a big grow the pie. Yeah. Supply cider. We're going to come out of this. We were the first state to come out of the Great Recession. We will be the first state to come out of this, whatever we want to call it, Great Recession, Depression. The numbers are when you see the GDP right. uh, reduced as much as it is pretty scary. But we will come out of this, but we will because it will require leadership. Yeah. Just 30, <clears throat> 30 seconds left, uh, Speaker Hughes. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, former Speaker of the House Greg Hughes, candidate for governor, has announced his running mate, Washington County Commissioner Victor Iverson, uh, in a, a real uh, rural urban uh, combination. We often talk about uh, leadership in the context of decisions that, uh, and I think we really are in that space of uh, not easy decisions, but significant decisions. Tell us what this combination of the, the rural and the uh, the Wasatch Front, uh, just in 30 seconds, uh, what is it about this ticket that is going to bring the state together in a way that will be competitive uh, and that will be helpful to all the citizens? I'll take the first part of that. It's going to require some fiscal discipline in terms of we're going to have to be realistic about what uh, what our budgets look like, and there isn't a golden parachute or a hold harmless scenario on the whole budget. But I'll let uh, Commissioner Iverson talk about some of the opportunities that are out there for the rest of the state by way of infrastructure and uh, and those communities waiting for a chance. Yes, uh, you know what we really have in this is we're a big state. We're we're one state. We're one people. As as communities prosper, no matter where they are in Utah, all of us prosper, and that's really going to be the goal of the next governor. And we absolutely have to do it. And as communities off the Wasatch Front prosper and children are not being exported out of our rural communities, it's really going to take some of the growth pressures and other things off of the Wasatch Front. So it's a prosperity for all type of message that we're going to be taking out and uh, and giving to the state of Utah and to the voters. All right. Very good. And uh, if you're just joining us, uh, newly minted uh, ticket in the race for governor here in the state of Utah, former Speaker of the House, Greg Hughes, Washington County Commissioner Victor Iverson. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. Uh, best of luck going down the stretch. Thank you, boy. Thank you, boy. All right. We're going to go ahead and step aside. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to continue in our Utah politics play. Uh, newly uh, made it on the ballot. J-Mac is coming back. Uh, stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, 
the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.